All right. Hello, everyone out there in Twitch land and podcast land. I am SoloBase15. I'm here with my good friend, Zareth. And yes, Doofiend, he is unmuted. This is the Gambit Podcast. We are here to talk Grand Arena and, well, basically anything else that happened this past month, week, week, God, not month. Uh, Zareth, how are you tonight? <laughs> I'm I'm ready to talk about anything that's happened in the past two weeks. Can we call that a compromise? I, I think that's too long. Let's Let's talk about the last day. Uh, yeah. yeah, okay. <laughs> All right, that works. <laughs> cool. <laughs> we don't have much. Actually, actually, we still have some stuff to talk about. This is the first Monday where we actually have news that was released on the day. How about that? We have an update no that was released today. Uh, I, along I've, with always, the- I've always liked this new or this uh, choice of day because of that exact reason. Like, we... Uh, we we can just talk about we can talk about things that happened like six days ago and we can like after we've digested it and talked about it for a while and figured it out then we can talk about it with authority but like when there's news that happened the day of uh it gets gets hard it gets tricky because now we're getting it's a hot take we're gonna have to actually go off of you know like our initial impressions and that'll be rough and we're everyone. the, I mean, we're the first ones. People are going to hang on our every word. So let's make them bad. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, all right. So let's, let's actually get started because there is a lot to talk about today because a lot happened last week. Um, before we get into Grand Arena, let's talk about the next Grand Arena because last week, the day after our podcast released, they released the event calendar for the month, um, which is technically still 3v3 but it was confirmed that 5v5 will be the next grand arena so we're staying in the grand arena cycle yeah i mean right now it just seems like we're locked we don't have enough big enough sample size and we also don't know anything about what cg wants to do at all so it's not really like we call it the grand arena cycle because it's been a pattern for a while but it didn't used to be a pattern and this isn't enough to really establish it as like precedent. So yeah, I'm glad that we're doing 5v5, I guess, but I'm not going to count on having 3v3 after that either. Yeah. Um, though with how we're going, bring on the 3v3. Um, <laughs> but we'll get into that when we talk about our results this week. So next thing that came out and it came out the same day that the event calendar came out was it was the update about conquest because we love conquest so very much um and so much we have a couple podcast questions about this post so we (laughs) might as well bring it up at the start and then forget about it until we get to podcast questions um so podcast or podcast podcast is going to be updated uh conquest is going to be updated just not this next time so get ready to do the same exact thing a third time over but wait there's more um they're fixing two of the feats that you had last time that uh were bugged so it's going to be harder to get those feats so good luck everybody and may God have mercy on your souls. Um, what were the feats? It was the um, the evasion one. It's only 
the evades will only count on a win, so you can't go in and just evade until the very end without Uh-oh. killing anybody. And then um, the applying Mark One Piet doesn't work anymore, so you can't just use troopers against uh, Night Sister Zombie and have Piet give out Mark every turn and get like ten to fifteen every time you fight. It's um, nope. You're gonna have to use Jedi Knight Revan. Literally the only option. And you're going to have to do it 40 times. Oh my gosh, that is so ridiculous. Uh, so the way I beat that one actually wasn't with uh, wasn't with Piet, at least not on my alt, because my Piet is so underdeveloped. Um, he just kept dying. So what I did with that one, um, I used General Grievous actually mm. to assign, to, like, because I used General Grievous, and then a couple times I actually used General Grievous with Emperor Palpatine. Because Palpatine will go, he'll he'll put the healing thing, uh, you know, he'll do yeah. his healing thing, and that'll hurt Grievous's health and uh, assign a taunt immediately. Yeah, and then and then for a little bit until Grievous gets healed, uh, he he assigns a taunt every turn. So that that's totally how it worked before. I, I feel like that should work because that's a it's an assigned. But but you're right. I think I think you just have to win forty times with General or with Jedi Revan and that's yes. the uh, post specifically said that so in game it did say you have to mark enemies but that's not how it was working um, right. but now in game it's going to actually make you mark the enemies as well as opposed to how it was which is so so very disappointing like making this mode more grindy yeah. Even if it matches your intentions, does not make me a happy boy. Um, I don't want grind. Like that's we've discussed this. Grind is bad. Um, I agree. But yeah. Anyway. Uh, but it's literally the dumbest thing. I, I can't get give us a character who can actually mark. Maybe. Maybe our new uh, friends will be able to help us with like our new whatever. Um, our bad batch. Bad batch. I keep wanting to call him Dirty Dozen. I swear. I don't know why I want to do that, but I keep wanting to. <laughs> uh, so I just get stuck on that. Yeah. I'm like, it's not Dirty Dozen. So what do we call it? What do we call him? Yeah. Uh, they also said that they're going to change a couple of the data disks so basically the ones that probably helped us the most are going to go away um so let's let's hope let's hope it just gets worse and worse (laughs) let's get you know what so here's the thing going into conquest i was like man the rewards are so good I, there's no way i can't do this like I, i have to do the rewards and then we got the rewards and i was like I don't care enough to do this. Am I going to do this next time? Like, well, I know, especially because we we spend a little money on this game. It's like we could we could maybe just escape by, like we right. could maybe. It's like, oh hey, Razorcrest is a pack. Let's just buy the pack and not have to do conquest for you know, ever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, Stupid video. Gonna... You know, I think we should play a game of. When's the best Zareth K 
camera freeze going to happen? Like, what's it going to be? Um, hmm. I don't appreciate that solo. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of like the game, though. <laughs> <laughs> We're not we're not in it for you, Solo. Uh, well, Ross just gifted 10 subs, so oh. he apparently likes it too. Thank you so much, Ross. Thanks, Ross. <laughs> what, what cracks me up right now is my video's off, but on the screen, it, it says, says under my, my yeah, it says your name. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so stupid. All right. <laughs> That's really funny. I have, so Ross, I have thank you so much. Mark bro. on you. That's what's happened. <laughs> oh man this is killing me man i might have to get my old bad yeah uh camera out actually but and look at this ross donated uh some bits as well with a wonderful looking corgi thank you ross um nice thanks ross uh, uh all i always right. liked you i always said you were a good egg <laughs> good kid good kid um Far more appealing to those of us who only have one account. Enjoy having. So, Skeksy, that here's the thing. I don't even enjoy doing it on one account. Um, and Ross, so uh, I agree. I agree, Ross. I well, I have it on my page. Maybe we'll put it on Gambit Podcast. But so here's the thing. It's not about having to do it on two accounts because I just didn't do. I just didn't finish it on my alt account. Um, I get that other people like it, and this is uh, no, I don't mean to dissuade people that enjoy it from liking it, but grindy type things, I hate. So doing the same battle five times because I have to place Mark and you only get it five times per battle is miserable to me like i don't enjoy that now if it was i a feat like uh their feat of get crit hits 1500 times i had no problem with that feat i didn't feel like it was grindy it just kind of happened on its own um you know the feats of well some of the other feats like defeat x amount of enemies and do this and do that those are all cool, but when it's, you know, evade a hundred times, like that's not a challenge to me. That's, that's annoying to me. That's, that's literally annoying to me. I don't want to evade a hundred times. Like all that means is doing the same battle over and over and over again, or apply Mark 40 times. That means I have to use Jedi Knight Revan eight times in, uh, in a stage that only has 14 battles. So it's like, okay, you're going to go through the entire thing and then you're going to have to do seven extra battles with Jedi Knight Revan or six extra battles with Jedi Knight Revan. Like that's, that's what is um, kind of frustrating to me. And look at this, two raids right back to back. Bounty Honeys, welcome, welcome to the Honeys. Guys that don't know, the Bounty Honeys are... Um, just getting started the bounty honey page they've been doing uh non swgoh things it was critty k and i believe geek girl were doing comics corner but now along with uh the llama and kate gaming they are they're going to start doing grand arenas on that page as well as their uh individual pages so guys give bounty honeys a follow click the link it's a new page um 
and it's all of our friends. Uh, at the same time, Operation Metaverse rated as well. Thank you. Thank you, Gum. It's always good to see you here. Um, we were talking about your favorite thing of Conquest and the changes that they're making. Um, so yeah, here we go. And Prime Force, you're one of our friends too. You, have, you haven't been discarded. Uh, and I'm just killing time, guys, here while, while Zareth is um, fixing his camera. <laughs> All right. Well, we're not HD anymore, guys. I've got to fix that. But we got the old one on. So there we go. Right. All right. So Skeksy, that, that's exactly how I feel. It's those feats that make me feel miserable. Um, if they change the feats to where you can realistically get them doing a kind of one, one pass through or even a pass and one extra battle or two extra battles, I'd be, I'd be fine with that. But don't make me evade a hundred times, which is nothing in this game. Um, they call that fixing um and it's funny because uh, on our outline Eperdune, uh i i actually wrote fixing with the uh quotation marks as well uh, so dumb man i i just uh oh whatever yeah but anyway let's talk about happier things because was it thursday it was thursday crumb released a new puzzle uh, that got the community quite excited. Um, and I know I was watching the SWGOH events server and Sig Sig's Twitch for basically the entire end of my work day, getting no work done. Uh, and at, at the end, the puzzle was solved and we got the first member of the Bad Batch team. We got Hunter. He is officially the leader to Bad Batch today. Uh, so we got the kit last week. Today we got the dev insights, and basically, I'm gonna before we get into the kit, I will say this is what the dev insights said. Let me su sum up the entire paragraph. Guys, trust us. He's a leader. He's going to tie into the other kits. We promise. <laughs> that's that's what the dev insights said. Because I wish they had said that about Mando or about Bando right, right. or <laughs> or even uh, Bocaton. You know, right. Um, All right, I'm I'm apparently just bitter as hell right now. <laughs> for now, for now, the data mine did come out with new portraits, which you don't usually get portraits just from um, getting a character. So I'm curious to see why the portraits are in the game. You know, so Abner Dune, you say you say that this is the first puzzle for a marquee. I think we got one for Django though. Did we? I remember I remember we got one for Chewie. I I I honestly I'm I honestly don't remember the Django one. That wouldn't surprise me. I just don't remember it. Uh, so Forsu, here's let me ask you this. Um a, I'm not bitter about the puzzle because Crumb does these puzzles on his own. He doesn't do these puzzles at work. So Crumb thought it was a fun idea and he took three weekends uh, of his own time, not work time to do the puzzle. So I would, anytime Crumb wants to dedicate any of his own personal time to help the community, I am 
I don't care what it's for. It could have been for um, a co the new GC uh, levels or uh, modifiers. If he wants to spend that time to interact with the community, more interaction, the better. Um, but so. Yeah, I, I agree with that. Like, I don't, the puzzle thing, it's not an official, I guess, I mean, it, can you call it a, an official CG uh, thing? Like, I, I almost think you can't, but even if you could, like, I, I don't know, like, I don't care about the puzzle. Like, that's that's com community interaction at its finest, in my opinion. Right, right. And I, I mean, the community had a ton of fun with the puzzle, so I, I'm okay that's with a marquee. Um, yeah, so Simran and Laz, or Laz, one or the other, Crumb said on Thursday that he spent three different weekends working about eight hours uh, a day each weekend to draft the puzzle on his own. It was not done on company time. Uh, yeah, so uh, like, in my opinion, that's pretty cool. Like he right. makes it a whole big event for us and, you know, everyone gets all excited. And I mean, in a way, it's not really his fault that we're kind of like, Really? That's what we get? Because <laughs> <You know? laughs> um, uh, I'll be honest, Solo, I think the thing that is making me frustrated is the the Bad Batch, they'll be cool. I'm sure I will enjoy their, that squad. I am 100% sure that they'll be fun to play on some level. Um, and, and they'll be good, I'm sure. I just, I'm real worried that they're just going to leave Mando hanging. I, I think there's cause to actually like have hope. I just posted a video about it today, but I'm I'm still worried. Like I'm I'm concerned, I guess is the right word. I because right now it, it's not worth anything. That faction is worthless right now <laughs> in terms of in terms of anything. Like you tell you're like, oh well, they're good in the early game. It's like, why would you invest any resources in that squad? right now like there there's literally no reason to have a mando squad right right this moment there there is zero reason like there's not even an event an event tied to it you don't even need mandalorians to unlock uh to unlock anything at all like you don't even need mandalorians to unlock the one mandalorian that's a legendary <laughs> right um so Which I think is actually a good sign because usually if they're gonna have a whole faction release they're gonna have something linked to it Right, right. I uh, so everybody is saying they think they get left alone until season three, and they very well could be. Like I, I'm not saying that this is a locked-in thing. And you just made the video um, that basically says the same thing. But I think that they have one last thing planned for it. Um, I think if you look at the data mines and the so you didn't bring this up in your video, which is why I'll bring it up now because the data mines just happened today. Um, Absolutely. If you look at the data mines, they are ramping up for May the 4th. Um, you can tell because they have a whole lot of uh, welcome back to the game packs that are in the data mines, a whole lot of new player packs that are in the data mines they are ramping up and getting ready for May the 4th. Uh, as Prime Force says, there's new portraits 
for May the 4th. If you are a Star Wars game and you're about to hit May the 4th and you want to bring in a bunch of new people with a big announcement and there's no Star Wars movie that's coming out, the only TV show that's coming out in the next six months is a cartoon show. What do you use to make as your big announcement for May the 4th to get people into your game? You use the last popular thing, right? Like uh, uh, completing the Mandalorian faction with a Mandalorian legendary or epic confrontation just makes sense. And announcing it or having it start on May the 4th, like it just makes sense. Yeah, I'm good with it. I I would love I would love if they did that, and uh, I I do think they have to have they have to give us something if it's not going to be well because because here's the thing they're not going to make any money off of any of this anyways if the faction sucks and uh, like on its own it can't stand on its own so people aren't going to farm it for grand arena or territory battles or territory wars or conquest like people are people are just not going to do it then they need to at at the very least have an event tied to it to force people to farm it you know like give us an event that is like well if you don't have bo-katan you can't even get in but if you do get in you get all sorts of cool like slicing mats or whatever whatever they want to give us like at the very least they have to give us an event because right now we got nothing we have no reason to, to, to do anything Mandalorian. Yeah. Um, I will also say about this, Dark Trooper hit the shipments today. And when did he come out? <laughs> he um, hit the shipments. <laughs> nice. Uh, oh, let's... Oh, where's Arena and Character Strategy? Actually, pull it up with everybody on screen. So Dark Trooper was released on March 2nd. So he, he hit... Four weeks ago. Oh, that's and, that's within the that's the early railing range of the cadence release cadence. It is, and four weeks from now is May the fourth. Yeah. So, if he hits on May the fourth, and they announce a new Mandalorian on May the fourth, I mean it. The timing lines up, and of course, now all I'm doing is getting myself excited here and. I might, you know, revert into inevitable sadness, but the timings all line up. It just makes a lot of sense to me. I think I think it could absolutely make sense. I think I think it's more of a defense mechanism for me. I'm feeling very negative and very like just worried because I've put a lot of investment in to this Mando faction and they've given us no indicator at all that they're going to do anything like like it and part of it's like they faked me out once with the 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 bug like how how do they do that bug with with grogu just disappearing from the <laughs> the tram like like how that, that's like <laughs> the, that's happen? like the most like why can't it be that the royal guards uh like spear disappears like why, why can't they have that happen right <laughs> like it has to be like the most significant possible like thing uh you know to it seems fair, like it's almost impossible 
To be fair, if they had a bug where the Royal Guard spear was disappearing, would you even notice? Oh, well, uh, that's, I might. I notice every once in a while when our lightsabers don't actually right. activate. Right. Um, the, the, I will agree, though. The Grogu bug was, you and I both sat there like, this has got to mean something. And then it didn't. It had to. I still think it's impossible that it didn't mean anything. Even even though I, I'm shown contrary evidence, I'm just like, I still think it is. Like, there's some part of me that just refuses to let go. But that's just me being irrational and stubborn. But yeah, they, they don't have to. They, obviously, they don't have to. I just... They got my hopes up so much, and then it was such a letdown. They're like, "Oh, we just uh, we just failed, guys." Is all we did. <laughs> yeah, uh, but I, I do I do think that it's not the end of Mandalorian. I think we because here's the other thing, and we've said it. God, I feel like a true Star Wars fan where where we're repeating conversations, and we're like, "Yeah, now I'm even more excited about it." Um, they did like hint and wink, wink, nod, nod at us in November when they said, guys, this Mandalorian doesn't have a jetpack. Wink, wink. Um, so I, my bet is on May the 4th, we get announced the third Mandalorian character. He's going to have his jetpack. It's going to be some kind of event. And there we go. I think so. I, I, I really do think we're going to have some kind of event. What, whatever it is, I don't know. But um, we'll have an event and, um, you know, maybe we, get, maybe we get frustrated by it or whatever. But I, I do think that that's, that's the most likely outcome. Um, especially like usually they do transition pretty well from one thing to the to another like I I did feel like they initially I thought that Newt was going to get more of a team I thought we were going to get more like more separatist council or or whatever um like every once in a while they they've kind of missed in terms of what I like would prefer uh you know for a faction I want them to be more robust but you know like in hindsight the the separatist faction was fine where it was we didn't need anything more Newt has plenty of interesting comps and teams that he can go with um you know it just wasn't all neat and tidy the way I wanted it to to be and I think I I think that they're going to like they, they didn't say anything about Malak when Darth Revan came out. They didn't. And in fact, when Old Republic came out, they said nothing about Jedi Knight Revan. We all assumed. I mean, it was kind of just thrown out there and people were like, wait a minute, Jedi Knight Revan is missing. And we've had about 18 marquees in the past five months. Um, guys, you, you think this is going to be a marquee? But they never, I mean, they never hinted. They never said we guessed it because of the characters that came out and we're like, Oh, Revan's missing. Um, so it's not because they said something. It was just, we kind of guessed it. Right. Well, yeah. What, what did the, what happened after old Republic? Let's see. It was old Republic. Then it was dark side, old Republic. 
Okay, so we, but it was all continuous. Like they didn't just go like, okay, so, and I know this wouldn't be it, but it would, it'd be like, okay, Old Republic, then Hoth Rebels, then Jedi Revan appears in the middle of Hoth Rebels. Like it was, it was Old Republic. No, it was Old Republic. Then it was Chewie. Then it was Darth Revan. Then it was Malak. Because I remember Chewie was the week of my birthday and I wanted to kill somebody. That yeah, because you didn't week. have Bosk. <laughs> Oh, wait, no, not Chewy 3PO. I'm sorry. Chewy was September. Also wanted to kill somebody during Chewy. Then it was uh, Jedi Knight Revan. Then it was 3PO in um, December. And then it was Darth Revan. Yeah. Well, we'll, have then, to we'll just yeah. have to see what, what they end up doing. It, it's pointless to speculate on some levels, but I, I just, uh, so maybe we can, maybe we can focus like, okay, so, so we're Imperial Remnant, not finished. We're going to get something hopefully. Um, and that's less hope because it, it's like, could be easily Bando 3 or Mando 3, but who knows how we get Scout Trooper or whatever it is. Right. Um, but I, I still think we're, they're going to throw us something. Um, I am excited a little bit for Bad Batch, though. Like, I, the art is cool. The animations right. are fine. I, I, you know, the rules look promising. Yeah, I, um, I, I am excited. I'm actually so Bad Bad Batch the show. I didn't really like the season seven Clone Wars Bad Batch arc, to be honest with you. So I'm not as excited about them, but. Reading Hunter's Kit, which we will do, um, is definitely interesting. His kit is interesting to me, and it's going to tie into the others. And I think that there's a lot of fun potential. And so I'm excited about new characters. They could have been named, you know, Clone A, and I would get excited if it's a good kit. So um, why don't we talk about the kit? Yeah, let's do it. Actually, so I'm going to start with what's up on the screen for you guys. And they told us when the characters are coming, too. So it's character reveal on April 8th. Uh, that is this Thursday. Then there's the 15th. That is the following Thursday. Then the 29th, which is two Thursdays after that. So something's coming April 22nd. Just we we don't know what it is and i'm really curious to see what's going to happen that week um i bet i bet that it's going to be they released the kit um for whatever it is that, that at least that's my maybe see, I, i'm like going back and forth between uh pessimist pessimism and optimism i'm like i don't think <laughs> i'm like i think everything's gonna suck and we're not gonna and nothing's gonna end well and then i flip-flop now i'm like you know what i think I think that maybe we're going to get the kit for whatever legendary is going to be released on May the 4th. Or that's a Galactic Legend release. And I'm only saying that because it's going to be the 22nd, and my prediction was Galactic Legends were going to be announced on March 22nd, and then it didn't happen, so I might as well just move it one month to April 22nd. There you go. <laughs> uh, <laughs> So those that know Bad Batch, the symbols over the character reveal date probably mean something. I couldn't tell you a single Bad Batch name 
or of rank or insignia. So they mean absolutely nothing to me. Yeah. Um, but I, te- I tend to be the same. Like the way all we've had so far is one pretty rushed story arc where they just like do impossible things right and pretend like it's normal and that doesn't necessarily appeal to me right so let's let's excuse me yeah well i mean i'll watch it because it's star wars but 100 percent all right so here's the kit uh he is his name is hunter he's light side he's an attacker he's a leader here's the tags bad batch clone trooper galactic republic um he is the leader. He's built to be with the Bad Batch team, but he will fit in with uh, clone troopers. And I guess in theory, you could put him as fifth on a Padme squad. I'm not saying to do that, but he's Galactic Republic, so he'd re- he'd release or uh, receive the benefits. So here's his first ability. It's his basic um, combat prowess. It's him throwing a knife. To me, it looks like he's throwing a Molotov cocktail. Uh, it's deal physical damage it does doesn't it Uh, deal physical damage to target enemy inflict expose for two turns and if the target enemy was already debuffed you attack a second turn Um, it's a basic I do like the potential that he can inflict the expose and then if the uh, target enemy was already debuffed he's going to attack that expose immediately. So I kind of like that idea, but it's a basic. I don't expect this to be a, you know, knock you out of the park type of attack. Yeah. um, A a basic is what it is. I mean, I I do like, as you say, I like the fact that he gets, he gets to reach for a little more damage and it's, it's always going to be relevant damage as long as they don't have an immunity to health percent damage. Right. Yeah. It'll always do a certain amount of damage. Like certain characters, obviously, if they have too much protection versus too much health, like it obviously is going to just depend a little bit, but uh, in terms of, just in terms of, uh, like it's a pretty reliable basic, honestly. What'll well, be interesting to see if he has a lot of base potency. I guess we probably could find out. Yeah. At this point. Uh oh, yeah, actually, uh, potatoes dropped his uh, the base stats in our Discord earlier. Um, so here is his first special. It's shrouded approach. Um, it's kind of a cool animation here. Uh, and the final text of it is clone trooper allies gain evasion up and stealth for two turns, then deal physical damage to all enemies. If Hunter was already stealth, all bad batch allies gain crit chance up and offense up for two turns. You'll notice this does not help the echoes, uh, basic, um, (laughs) but so He's going to stealth the entire team. Now, in the Dev Insights, they specifically said, well, if you stealth everybody, what good is stealthing everybody because you can attack anybody? And their response was, can't be counter, the team can't be counterattacked when they're in stealth. And so I sent the message to you earlier today of, 
what teams are big on counterattacking, and it's CLS, Gas, Sith Eternal um, of the big teams. Those are really the big three. I wonder if that ability is meant to help help them with a CLS team. Maybe. I mean, it's I, pure speculation at this point, but... I don't know if CG actually looks at specific meta teams as, like, a baseline to be able to, like, maybe. I guess sometimes. I just... Yeah, I mean, may, maybe they decided to make a kit that specifically targets CLS. I CLS isn't like transcendent, though. Yeah, I I don't may, maybe though. You're right. Like I always I do like the idea of having a bunch of stealth on on my team. Like I, I mean, and that's that's the that's my favorite trick in some ways is you know like using Grandmaster Yoda, you use the AOE. And you're like, oh, well, they're all going to hit me back. And then you realize, oh, no, someone on the other team is stealth. So I'm going to grab stealth and then they can't hit me. Like, it is super useful. Like, it's a really good tactical ability. Right. Um, I, I guess we'll just see what their intent is with it. Yeah, this, uh, watching this animation is pretty sweet, man. It is a sweet animation. I, I like, I like the, the first two animations we've seen so far. Uh, all right. So, third special. Inflict Expose on target enemy for two turns, which can't be evaded. Um, swap turn meter with a target other clone trooper ally. If they were Bad Batch, they ignore taunt and inflict stun for one turn on target enemy during that turn. The stun can't be evaded. So. It can't be evaded, but it could be resisted. Uh, that I was thinking the same thing. I don't, I don't know that answer to be honest with you. Um, uh, like that doesn't have can't be resisted language in there, though. It doesn't. It does not. Hmm. Okay. I mean, I guess the real question would be: It sounds like it's going off of someone else's potency. It could be. I yeah. Um, but this is a turn meter swap, so we don't have many of those in the game. Um which a lot of people use, a lot of people, me, I use <laughs> turn meter swaps to get people off their cooldowns faster. So that very well could be what this is. It's going to let them attack past the taunt. So it'll let them hit the primary target. Um, and we'll see about the stun. Uh, but in theory, you're attacking outside of a taunt and applying stun, you know, the first thing I thought about with that is actually territory battles. Um, you know, hitting the droidica at, while Magna is taunting or something, something ridiculous like that. Um, because the first, every time I hear evade, I mean, it says can't be evaded twice in this. And I was like, oh, that bastard droidica evades all the times. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that's true if you have a good enough potency i feel like it just doesn't land enough anyways but um right. no, I, I, i'm guessing it'll be a pretty good territory battles uh squad i mean <laughs> unlike mandalorians all right i'll let it go <laughs> um but so on day two you have that 
and actually day four, there's a Galactic Republic mission as well. But day two, you have that Galactic Republic mission where you can't use gas or Ahsoka because they are used for a different mission. And so the Padme team you use is kind of like a eh, type Padme team. Ah, maybe they step in. Uh, I mean, unless you remod, Padme is pretty inconsistent. Right. On that squad or in, in territory battles. So I'd, I'd be good. I'm good with that. I just, territory battles is, is not something I generally judge a character by. I'm not like, ooh, we're going to get some good, we're going to get some good stuff here for, for territory <laughs> battles. Like, all excited. Yeah. I, I just don't get that excited about it. So, well, um, but would you? I mean, if it makes Cam easier and you don't have to remod and do anything, I mean, I know you're big and bad and you have your seven star Cam, but if it makes Cam more accessible to people, it could be a great thing for the game. You know, I must forget how big and bad I am. You're right. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> you have good, you have good points solo. Um, <laughs> no, uh, it would be nice. It, it would be nice. Cause I already, I still, cause you, I, I, I'm happy you're in my guild now solo. I really am. Um, it's nice to have the shared experience with you, but at the same time, I was cursing to myself too, when I realized <laughs> that I was actually going to have to keep trying for watch shards. Cause yes, I, yes, you I, just, will. I just don't want to, I hate it. I hate remodding for it. It is so and then, stupid. Um, and then you like it's just such a headache. So, you know, yeah. I don't I don't want to do it and that's me like whining about it, I guess, but I just I, I don't. And um so yeah, it would be nice if Bad Batch came in and saved me. I think that maybe that's one of the most intriguing parts of the Bad Batch is the fact that they're all clones and can yeah. actually just go in. Like they're, they're not going to work with Skywalker because it's all 501st and they're not right. 501st. But um, uh, like with Shock T, I could imagine they might end up being extremely potent. And a few of his abilities, you don't even need him to be the lead, really. Right. So yeah. I'm excited a little bit at least. Uh, so Grey Wolf, there's I'll scroll up to it. There's only three listed there, but you're not counting Hunter. So the character reveal on the eighth is the next one. So Hunter was first, and then the other three. Um all right. So yeah, there's the leader ability. Actually, we can give our guildmate the first uh, right there. And actually, Meowbaka's in chat. So look at this, guys. Meowbaka was second in chat, and he beat Deranged. So well, <laughs> well played, Meowbaka. You made Deranged look foolish. Um, that, that did not age well. <laughs> um, all right. So here's <laughs> wrecked. Here's. <laughs> Here is the uh, leadership ability. It is the Zeta. This is the Zeta for him. And it makes sense that the lead would be the Zeta. Uh, Bad Batch allies have 35% max health, plus 35% max protection, and plus 50% potency. So you were talking about the stuns earlier. Well, even if he only has uh, zero base potency, he's at least at 50%. Um, 
when Bad Batch allies use an ability while they have defense up, they deal true damage to all enemies. While Bad Batch allies have evasion up, they have 50% crit avoidance. Um, and when using an ability against target locked enemy, Bad Batch allies can't be countered. When damaging an enemy with exposed, Bad Batch allies also remove 50% turn meter from that enemy. And it's doubled when up against droid and separatist enemies, except for raid bosses and galactic legends, uh, which can't be evaded or resisted. So there's kind of a lot in this leadership. Um, Too much to really follow at first, I think. It, it is. You kind of have to break it down. I mean, they break it down into three paragraphs, and it makes sense to do that. So the first one is you add 35% max health, 35 uh, max protection and plus 50 percent potency so i missed the potency until just now so that's uh that's huge because he's only got 33 base potency after you apply all his gear he's still only at 33 so okay. if he's the lead though he goes up to 83 immediately which is and then you put negligible right you put a potency secondary set and he's basically at 93 percent without any secondary stats on there so it's going to be easy to get him to 100% potency. Um, now, the second part of this is when they have defense up, they deal true damage to all enemies. That means all those stacks in um, territory battle are going to disappear much faster. It's like when you use a resistance hero Finn company when they're prepared in territory battle. So the stacks of B1s are, are going to disappear faster. And then when Bad Batch allies have evasion up, they also have crit avoidance, which, I mean, this team is going to be a pain in the ass to kill. Uh, and JTR isn't going to do it. <laughs> um, finally, so here's, here's where there's a lot to unpack. We haven't talked about target lock in these kits yet, but... When using an ability against a target locked enemy, they can't be countered, which means we can kind of expect there to be target lock in one of their kits, at least. Um, when damaging an enemy with exposed, they remove 50% turn meter doubled. So they remove 100% turn meter against droid and separatist enemies, excluding raid bosses and galactic legends. And here's where we will let the speculation run rampant CG is not very good at foresight. Um, they're not very good at predicting the next kits and stopping them in the kits that they're releasing earlier in the year. Um, oh, actually, I guess it's just the turn meter. The way, but where they put the excludes uh, galactic legends is in the doubled for droid and separatist enemies part and not the remove 50% turn meter part, which I just, you know, part of my job is reading the language as it's written. And as that's written, that tells me the doubling doesn't apply to Galactic Legends, which why would you say that when there's no droid or separatist Galactic Legends right now? Yeah, that's true. I mean, excludes raid bosses and Galactic Legends, the doubled four. Um, I just think that that's, I think it's fine. 
there, honestly. Like that that way they cover their bases in case they eventually like get. fall into the trap. Um, <laughs> but yes, yes, I know it's future proofing, but um CG doesn't future proof. They just don't. Look at Jedi Knight Revan's kit. Um but anyway. <laughs> uh, uh anyway. Let's, uh, so here's the thing. They can't be countered. They crosshair is the guy that's going to apply target lock. That that makes too much sense. Um, they can't be countered. They're removing turn meter, and the turn meter removal can't be evaded or resisted. So I wonder how often they're exposing in these kits. Oh, well, yeah. So the exposed thing... I mean, okay, so so I guess if you if you just have him as the lead, if we don't even think about anyone else. So when damaging an enemy with expose, so he applies on his basic, he applies expose. Right. Then he damages them, then he'll remove 50% turn meter immediately. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, like that's actually the the basic is actually going to be really strong, especially if someone calls him to assist. Right. Like he's always, as long as he's the leader, he's going to re be reducing turn meter like crazy, actually, it looks like. Yeah, I, I think so. And I wonder, so a couple things. Is there a mass assist out there in the kit somewhere? Um, and does anyone else have expose? Because if everybody on the team has expose, like that's huge. Or even if two other people on the team have exposed, like that, that is a big thing of just stealing turn meter. Oh yeah, it, it points toward like a new meta team or at least an off meta team. Right. Um, so he, he, here's the thing. I know what off meta means. <laughs> uh, it, it's going to have to be off meta because they can't remove the turn meter from Galactic Legends. And for all this to happen, he has to be in the lead slot. Um, so you, you can't have a galactic legend there, but I mean, if this team could, this team has a lot of potential based on the first kit. Now, next week, we may sit here and be like, God, that second kit was awful. But based on this first kit, this could, uh, the team has a lot of potential. I, I think, I think it almost has too much. Like, it, it, there's a ton of built, like, it, this is going to be. This is going to be a team that's, yeah, every bit as good as, uh, well, at least assuming the, the other kits are, you know, similar, I guess. Uh, the, this this kit will be just as good as as anything that, you know, right. like it'll go toe-to-toe -to -toe with with all the Darth Revens and, you know. The, the question is, how does he split for 3v3? <laughs> <laughs> that, is, that is a very good question. At least his kit is not limited um i think like it'll Gideon's. be great <laughs> yeah you're right you're right it's not limited i think it'll be great in 3v3 actually looking at this like so yeah. you get all the health and protection whatever who cares about that but um like the turn meter reduction in 3v3 it like it this is a control team man i, I think you're gonna end up like you do really well with jedi training ray i think this will be the next control team honestly with all yeah. the turn meter reduction and you know, like you just have to look at all the different factors and, you know, 
who do I hit here? Who do I call here? Who do I swap turn meter with? This this is going to be this team is going to be super finesse. I think you're going to yes. see some people go in and you're like, oh, this is going to be an easy win. And they'll just crap the bed. Like they'll just, <laughs> you'll be like, what have you done? Like, don't just jam specials. Like stop, right. stop. Like use your basics sometimes. And other, t- you know, or, and then you'll watch someone else stream it and you'll be like, he knows, he knows how to do it. That, that was amazing. That was like poetry. Like that's, that's what it's going to be like. It'll be a, a huge shift. Well, it's like uh, when you watch people use finalizer and they never use the basic and you're like, what are you doing? <laughs> like use hunted and then use the basic. <laughs> right. Oh, yeah, I know. I Sometimes I, and I do this, this too. Sometimes I know sometimes I don't know the kit and people are like, you really should have done this. I'm like, you should have done that. <laughs> <laughs> your mom, your mom. But, uh, you know uh no i i think this has a lot of potential solo i do i do too so that being said i don't know anything about bad batch it's funny someone someone in the comments was like so and so is going to be the one to give target lock and i was like oh that's the name of another one i guess interesting <laughs> oh that's a, <laughs> yes yes i know that of course um all right so yeah. That is basically the news for the week. Oh, actually, there's one more thing. Uh, Let me get this. Nope, that's you. Uh, Let me get this off screen. We did get the update today, and there is uh, a couple of bug fixes that are actually, you know, they shove some of these bug fixes into, like, this little minor category, and there's actually some serious, serious bug fixes. Um, Let's scroll down to it. So, one, there is the Emperor Shuttle uh, battle-tested formation, which is the protection up, was working when the shuttle wasn't being used. <laughs> um, so that's fixed. And if you remember, I mean, you might not. It's I only remember it because Ando was beating his head against the wall, and they couldn't figure out why he couldn't kill an Empire fleet. It's because of this bug. Um Second is they fixed an issue with Xanadu blood where it was dealing additional damage. It was a breach bug. So it was dealing damage to breached enemies, but it was dealing damage a ton of times. And if you watched my stream last night, my hyena got hit with seven, seven instances of Xanadu blood attacking the breach. So I had a full health uh, hyena and in the blink of an eye, he just disappeared because of the Xanadu blood bug, which was quite annoying. Um, so that's it a is. big, yeah, that, that's, that's a pretty big fix, actually, for fleets. And it's coming out, my guess is, in, in anticipation of uh, Razorcrest hitting the Hitting the board. Um, hitting the hollow tables. Yes. <laughs> that sounds so cheesy. <laughs> <laughs> so um, they fixed an issue with Supreme Leader Kylo where he was staying in his aggressive stance longer than intended. So for those of you that don't know, I, th- I think this is going to fix the ability to solo the uh, challenge pit raid. Because you would attack the pit with like 5% left 
you would get the killing blow while Kylo was in his ultimate, and then he'd just never come out of ultimate for the rest of the raid. Um, so hopefully that is fixed. Then uh, the rest is all the Galactic Conquest fixes, but those fleet fixes are actually pr- pretty big, pretty big fixes. It's huge, honestly, because fleet... Fleet is frustrating sometimes on its own, but when there's bugs involved, it, and it's just like, I don't even have enough teams to actually like mitigate this. Like I, I could be the most invested person in fleets, which I, I'm not saying I am, but it, even right. if I was, like, it's just it can be so like, it, you can get so angry about about it because because like you lose one of your fleets and suddenly like usually there's just not enough options you're like okay i have one good option and one like really sketchy option that i could do if i'm way far ahead and i want to try to you know like mess around and have fun or you know like we i guess you know the other option is to use like the good the good the good option but when when the good option's gone and you have to use like the garbage option and then you fail and and then you're just done i don't know doesn't feel good no no it does not um all right so with all that said there is that's the news for the week uh why don't we talk about grand arena for the first time in one hour and six minutes um dear lord (laughs) yes we have been we have been cooking so guys uh we both entered this week at three and oh we jareth is at some ungodly number and oh um so, Zareth, were you able to extend that ungodly number in your first fight this week? I'm sure I could. Let me look at my notes and just verify, though. <laughs> oh, did I exit that window? What the hell? Oh, you God. did. Um, <laughs> yeah, so here, here's what happened, guys. I forgot what happened, so I have to look at my notes. Um, yeah, okay, so round one. Oh, yeah, yeah. I didn't forget this exactly um, temporarily. So the guy uh, I, I faced was, he told me that he was taking a break or, or he was going to take, he was going to take the day off and he didn't like 3v3. And, um, you know, like he said all these things and I was pretty sure, I, I was certain in fact that he had just communicated to me that he wasn't actually going to do it. He, he was like, I'm going to place everything on defense. You're getting everything. <laughs> And, you know, you'll get some really good, interesting comps um, and I'm going to take the day off. And so I, being, being the suspicious uh, person that I am, I, I still placed a defense. Um, even though he said he was going to place everything, I did keep all my Galactic Legends and it did set, it set the stage because I, I went through, I was like, man, this is a tough defense, but at least I don't have to worry about like losing as a consequence <laughs> of like failing here. So, you know, he put three Galactic Legends in the back and that was kind of the warning tone because he didn't—he had saved Sith Eternal, he had saved Watt. Like he could have made his Jedi Master Luke way, way rougher for me if he had put Watt there, but um, but he didn't. And in, at the end of the day, so he's, he's also pretty high. He's the highest in my group besides me for lifetime banners. And so... Oh, geez. It, it was just, uh, I, I failed a couple times. I failed a general Skywalker mirror match, just terrible RNG ha- happens. Um, 
it happened that their general skywalker got four consecutive hits on my general skywalker and uh and then i failed on something else like on ray i failed on so struggle was real and uh, it was realer for my opponent who ended up failing a little more than me and i ended up beating him by 10 because lo and behold after i had done my attacks he was like well you shouldn't have like made decisions based on things i said <laughs> and i was like what and he's like i'm totally gonna attack like you of course i'm gonna attack and i was like okay i guess you should attack then if that's what you feel you need to do so he did and he lost so good riddance and eh, take that bastard <laughs> take that he lost by 12 banners so thank god and here i am i'm just like messing around like there was this time i was like i just want to see like I, so i had to use Dar jedi revan and uh Gosh, this is how desperate I got. Uh, he had Ray left, and um, I had to kill. I, yeah, so I had to kill Ray uh, with Jedi Revan lead, uh, Bastila, and Grandmaster Yoda. And, and so she was in the yellow already, and I was like, "Oh, like let's just. Uh, I'm gonna see what she does for first move because maybe I can get her more in the yellow." <laughs> You know she'll do lifeblood and so i went in with old republic for the sole purpose of like i know i'm not going to die immediately and um and so i didn't die immediately uh she did two basics and i'm like okay i know what i wanted to know and i backed out because the basics just healed her right um so so then i went in and i barely barely managed to kill ray with that comp and so I just, I, but the moral of this, or like the, the point is I threw away 10 banners just out, like out of curiosity. <laughs> and, and so I lost by 12 or I won by 12, but if he had failed, like those 10 banners would have meant a whole lot more if he hadn't failed, right. uh, you know, like if there was, there was one less failure point. So, so thank God he failed a lot on me and I beat him and we can move on. Uh, how so solo you you had a perfect week last week how was how was the start of this week uh well the start of this week was not even worth talking about my opponent placed down not just an easy defense but he placed like gear 11 rogue one on defense i mean it was there's nothing to talk about i i cleared his for a ton of banners and then he didn't even attack on mine <laughs> so it was um you know it was nothing nothing that big at all um and here i am over here like fighting for my life like praying like please <laughs> right like, like right. half thankful like thank god i actually placed a defense and you know on the other hand like yeah i didn't have to place a defense and i would have won um <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, uh but uh funny. so how how'd your week or week two how'd your round two go uh you, you won on the first one how round two go? So uh, my first one, he placed all the really all of his strong teams on defense, um, or at least most of them. Uh, in the in the second one was the opposite. Like the guy, the guy kept everything for offense. I, I knew he was going to do that, but like he even he even stole Malak from his Darth Revan squad. <laughs> for offense like like that was the only good team on defense was his darth revan uh team and so 
like you did put down a lot of good banner stealer teams. Uh, what I ended up doing, I just placed so much on defense that he inevitably just tripped up. He took seven to get through my um, seven to get through my commander Luke team and that uh, everything else he one shot for okay banners, but that gave me enough wiggle room that, and he hadn't placed anything too crazy on defense. I, I, I was able to just uh, pretty comfortably get through him. So uh, worked out for me, at least. Uh, like that matters. was during a Gambit fight night. What's that? <laughs> it said that's all that matters. <laughs> well, yeah, like I, it, it, it was a little bit in a way embarrassing because I only got like uh, 2653 or 2657, something like that on him. And like that, that's not like the mark of a really, really high end uh, attack. You know, like usually you want to get in the 60s or something if the guy doesn't place any good thing on defense. But I guess the thing that we all have to realize as well when you look at that is I also had the majority of my good stuff on defense. So right. like I, I was relatively efficient. For what I, like there was never really any like, oh man, I might just lose really bad hair moments. So <laughs> I don't know. It, it was it was a nice, after after all the stress I was feeling from that first round and the guy not doing the thing I had thought that he was saying, um, this this was a good one, but uh, the last last one was, entered the stress. So um, yeah. once again, uh, you had, so you're 4-0 going into your middle match here. There's semifinals. How, how was your match, Solo? Uh, so I had an opponent, he placed no Galactic Legends on defense. Um, meanwhile, I had three on offense. So I just one shot his board. Um, he was able to one shot my board, but then not very well. Uh, so I, I beat him. I beat him kind of easily. It was just, um, you know. I, I was much more efficient than him. And also, Byro, when you listen to this, uh, thank you. Uh, but yeah, so my, my fight was, I, it was, you know, not worthy of fight night. Um, all right, so you're 2-0. Oh, you um, are headed into the third week. Or the third round. God, I keep saying week. You're headed into a third round. <laughs> I am headed into the third week now <laughs> solo. So that's not totally false. That's uh, that's not. Uh, how'd your third round go? Um, so I, I placed a pretty strong defense. And uh, so did he. He placed two Galactic Legends. I placed two Galactic Legends. No, I only placed one, actually. Uh, but then I put General Skywalker, uh, Jedi Revan, uh, Jedi Luke, uh, Commander Luke, Darth Revan. Like, I, 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 just, I just packed my defenses full of ridiculous, obnoxious things. And uh, so when I, went, when I went up against him, I, I don't know, I, I killed his two Galactic Legends pretty decently and i was able to save ray actually for padme in the back uh which was nice uh but i placed so many good teams on defense that uh things things started getting dicey like i i left a rex barris and fives team alone for too long and i ran out of counters for them that were really reliable and uh 
my my first order team, my, my first order executioner got one shot by Rex, like almost immediately. And so I timed out that fight, didn't get any kills. I did kill their protection, which is actually relevant for that squad. Um, and then I had to bring in bounty hunters. And the scary thing about bounty hunters is uh, if you if you did do disintegrate on Rex, five still just takes it. <laughs> Yeah, uh, you know, like sacrifices himself for Rex. So you have, I had to get through fives, and then by then uh, Rex had actually done his execute. Didn't quite kill Bosk for the first time. The second time he did murder him, dead, I think. Uh, but then I was able to get the disintegrate on Rex, and I think maybe I just disintegrated Barris too. Like it was, uh, I treat, I treat. They were like Jawas, and I slaughtered <laughs> them like Jawas with my disintegrate so nice. <laughs> um and then in fleets i failed once too though so my score wasn't super high i was i was a little bit stressed and um then I, I went to bed and when i woke up the guy had just broken his teeth on my defense basically and in the back he couldn't clear my jedi revan couldn't kill my jedi luke team and he'd even messaged me and said that he had learned a lot by playing against my defense. So <laughs> uh, that was nice. I uh, got the win and I met, gosh, I'm at like 36 and oh, right now. I'm I, solo. I'm right now. I'm in the middle uh, may, and maybe the very end, who knows what's going to happen next, but uh, I'm in the middle of my, the longest win streak this account will ever have. I think. <laughs> well, that is awesome. Um, it is well deserved, but it is you are you are out there killing it. Thanks, man. I mean, uh, there, there's a lot. I mean, for for a player of my caliber to get this many wins in a row, like I'm a good enough player. Uh, you know, obviously, I have to have some confidence. Where we do like a competitive podcast, like like it. Right. I'm not just I'm not just a fluff bunny. You know, uh, but. <laughs> I'm also, I'm not the most transcendent, amazing player out there. There's a lot of people who are better than me. And so, you know, I'm, I guess what I've said is like, I'm good enough to make the math work where, you know, like it, it's possible for me to get this, but the stars kind of have to align, you know, right. I have to get really good RNG on opponents. I have to have that. Some of my opponents have bad RNG for it to actually work. So I'm just going to enjoy it because it's, it's not going to last for too much longer, I'm sure. But it would be, it sure would be nice. I'm only one, only, gosh, one and a half seasons away from having a perfect uh, GA center uh, score and taking second to Bitcoin. So, <laughs> oh. so yeah, I'm, I'm doing well. I'm excited by it, but, uh, you know, it's not going to last for too much longer, I'm sure. But that being said, you yourself have been on a tear this season. How, man, and you had a really rough one because you were up against a guy at 740K lifetime, which at this yeah. stage is really high. It's, uh, it's, it's very, very close to, well, it's very, very close to a really high number. It's, it is a very high number. I don't right. know what I'm trying to say here. So you had to face this guy. How, how'd you do? Uh, so here's the thing. Not only is he 740k, but he um, he had the same sort of you know attack history. Like going back, I, I didn't. 
can go back to last or not last November, the November before. So I didn't go back that far, but as far back as I went, he never set more than one galactic legend on defense. When you look at the season stats, you know, in a hot bot compare, um, he has a hundred less defense than me. Meanwhile, he's got 226 uh, more undersized wins than me. And a hundred, he's got had more full clears. He's basically, he's almost full cleared every time because he's got 13 more full clears than I have. Um, and I haven't, I haven't missed full clearing all that often. But so um, the one thing I noticed the night before he placed his defenses and it took him a while to place his defenses. And I was like, uh, is he, he never really changes up his um, defense pattern. You know, one team here, one team there. He changed his galactic legend every once in a while, um, but he never had the more than one on defense. So I set my Ray in the back with IG and Queel. And then I actually set Jedi Master Luke up front to try and draw out his Sith Eternal, who, because Sith Eternal plus what could beat, could beat my Ray. So I was like, let me draw out the Sith Eternal. Then he either has to Kylo it for 47, which would be awful banners, or he doesn't beat it. Um, and so I open up the board at five o'clock and there sitting at me is Supreme Leader Kylo and Ray sitting in the front. Um, I only had two Galactic Legends, so I used my two Galactic Legends on those Galactic Legends. I opened up the back, and he had Jedi Knight Luke, Jedi Master Luke, and Watt sitting in the back. So the only the thing I can imagine is he knew I usually keep three Galactic Legends for offense, and he said, well, I don't need these... Um, let me throw them on defense and steal some banners. And I got back to that Jedi Master Luke team and I had, I had nothing. I had no grander or uh, Galactic Legends left. So I, um, <laughs> I went in with Jedi Knight Revan, Jedi Knight Luke, and Gas and basically just, just zerked uh, Jedi Knight Luke. And got him, his Jedi Knight Luke out of the way. Because the second you get rid of Luke on that team, there is no damage dealer. It's just stay alive long enough to put armor shreds on Jedi Master Luke and eventually win. And so I was able to kill his Jedi Knight Luke. The only thing I didn't do is I didn't kill his Jedi Knight Luke before Luke got a turn. Which means the leadership applied. And so... His Jedi Master Luke had tank tech, so it's restoring protection every time he takes a turn. And he was lapping me. I mean, he, because of the Jedi Knight Luke lead, his Jedi Master Luke was getting two turns for my every turn. And um, eventually I caught up. I took out that bastard Jedi Master Luke, and then I full cleared with one shots across the board. This guy left me in suspense all day. And then he started tacking, what, like four hours before the end of Grand Arena round. And he was he was being efficient. Uh, I was not efficient. I was in pure panic of, 
oh crap, there's three Galactic Legends on the board, I need to clear these, and however I clear them for banners, that's how they get cleared. Uh, so, I, you know, it was, uh, it was, um, he gets, he was able to, he attacked, he cleared the front zone efficiently, then he stopped for an hour, then he cleared the top zone, he got a couple 54s in there, so really efficiently, and he stopped for a minute or two, and then he um, attacked the bottom zone, and he attacked three teams in the bottom zone really efficiently. He got two 54s, and I'm sitting there panicking because he could win with a 42, and then he just never attacked Ray because he used to sit the turtle on Jedi Master Luke in the front, and he <laughs> could not beat Ray. <laughs> oh, makes me so happy. I love that you out-schemed him like that. Like... Higher lifetime banners guy gets cocky, <laughs> loses because he's cocky. I love Basically. it. Man. If he had kept his Galactic Legends on um, offense like he normally did, he probably won that fight. Like if he had all three Gal- or if he had three Galactic Legends on offense, he probably wins that fight nine times out of ten. Uh, but if you're going to get into a knock him down, drag him out fight, I'm going to beat you. That's that's. That's how it's going to come down, and that's that's how it ended to end three and zero and six and zero on the season. Yeah, dude. I Gom said it actually, and he he did his like recap on uh, GA Center, and I'm not going to spoil how he did, uh, but he said it, and I totally agree. Um, uh, having a strong defense is just so like if if you want to. If you want to get into a slugfest with me, I just feel so much more confident than than trying to right. do this stressful efficiency thing. Like, just if I fail a few attacks, it's not the end of the world. I can just move on, and I know my defense can back me up. Uh, you know, like <clears throat> so far this season, I think maybe one person did anyone one shot me. I don't. I don't think they have one shot me yet. Um, but regardless, like my, I I would be. I would be shocked out of my mind if someone was able to get like a 2650 on me. I see some people who are like, man, I placed a good defense and I got a 20 and they got like a 2670 on me. And I'm like, then you didn't place a good defense. Like no, right. no offense, but like, it wasn't, it wasn't good. Like right. you shouldn't tell us that it's good. Cause it's not oh. <laughs> like if someone got a 2650 on me, it would mean that they kept pretty much everything and they barely were, you know, like I would be able to just go in and sweep all of his teams aside in one fell swoop <laughs> kind of thing. Right. Like I would kill a team so hard that they'd let me use that same team again. Kind of thing. <laughs> I don't even know how that makes sense, but somehow I don't does. either, but we're going to go with it. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, you know, anyways, that's, it's just such a relief to have that to fall back on instead of, you know, like, like um, there was someone else in GA center who was saying like uh, panic was setting in because like something had crashed and that because they crashed, they were still able to, able to clear, but they didn't get as quite as good of a score. Yeah. And they're like a high efficiency player. And they were just like, like had no recourse. They didn't have a good defense to best fall back <laughs> on. Right. Well, we've, I mean, we've talked about placing a strong defense before. Um, the 
the reason I like placing a stronger defense is so when I mess up, <laughs> I have wiggle room because it is exhausting to be perfect three times a week for the rest of our, you know, known lives. Um, so I'm going to place a strong defense because I'm going to mess up somewhere. And when I mess up, it's not going to hurt me. Right. Man, I was feeling it last night. I'm like, man, why did I play so many teams on defense? This is so, so obnoxious. <laughs> and, and then I was like, when the end results were in, I was like, oh, that's why. That's right. Yeah, right. Uh, Feels good, man. Yes, yes, it does. Uh, all right, so that's our weeks. Uh, we we did well. We did well this week and this season so far. We're heading into the next weeks at nine and zero, and I have already joined because I thought I was going into territory wars. So all my characters have mods, but I've been remodding for three v three. Unfortunately, unfortunately. My CLS team is not going to have crit avoidance arrows and they're not going to have tenacity crosses. So they are going to be susceptible to stupid JTR. <laughs> I'll, I'll just, I'll speak up about that real quick, guys. One, one just like nice tip that a lot of people are going to listen to and then I'm going to end up facing some of them, I'm sure. But <laughs> um, so solo and i both did the remod uh like where where you put tenacity crosses and crit avoid arrows on chupio and cls and that just makes jedi training ray way tough like it's way harder for them to kill you because yeah. uh, ray needs to be able to land her debuffs and if she isn't modded specifically for potency her base potency is garbage uh so you can resist a lot and uh that team also relies on crit getting landing crits so that they can get exposed damage and if you get crit avoid uh, you know they're they don't have a naturally high crit chance either so if you if you negate their more you know 35 percent chance for them to crit they're going to get ex nearly as many exposes so uh, right. you know like my first match i'm pretty sure the guy used jedi training ray and failed on me so just just fyi guys that's uh you haven't already joined like ando uh did <laughs> earlier or solo uh go go do the, some remods it's it's absolutely worthwhile yes um okay now with that said let's head into the podcast question let's kick off the end of this podcast um so first podcast question and it is cg comes to you and they said uh, you're going to get one of these. Which one do you pick? It's 10K of any one purple gear salvage. So it could be stun guns, stun cuffs, carbonti, anything that's purple, except for Kairos. Uh, 7,500 of any gold gear salvage or 7,500 of any one Cairo salvage. Which do you take? Um, I don't know. I don't, like, I don't know what the drop rate math is. My guess is that I would just do something stupid. Like I would get 10K of the Mark IV Comlink piece or something. <laughs> uh, I mean, but, uh, I mean that, that one is 
the hardest if you need it on demand if you have crystals to spend it's, that one is the hardest to get it is the biggest pain in the ass it is uh but i would probably just do the kairos to be honest with you uh 7500 that's like five characters geared so you know not bad <laughs> Uh-huh. five five <laughs> characters is all <laughs> well, you uh, might be able to but but it's only half of a cairo piece actually so, right, so five so five half characters geared um <laughs> <laughs> yeah but it's it's 7500 i the five characters was a joke um <laughs> uh all right i mean that would be nice certainly not to have to worry about cairo tech for a while I, right so uh, the next question is a territory war question, but uh, we're going to ask it because the ending relates to Grand Arena. Um, so there's guilds. I'm going to trigger some people out in chat right now. I didn't write this question. Just throwing that out there. I didn't write this question. How does a guild like Caw Patrol stay undefeated for a year with the while their opponents have very similar rosters. <laughs> Are they able to stay one step ahead just because of their modding strategies, defensive team comps, efficiency on offense, or some combo of all three? As a follow-up, why not mod in Grand Arena the way you would in Territory War then? Um, uh, so they're not undefeated for a year. That's they're false. That, that is like, false. I know that Nova's beat them at least once recently, so... They are very good. I'm not trying to throw shade, but right, you know, they they are not undefeated for the last year. That's misinformation at its best. I would also say they're not always facing guilds that um, are equal to them, if you will, because they're what almost thirty million above the next guild. Like <laughs> GP matters. They're they're. At, 420 right. 428 million let's say and they face us in nova and in nova we're three point we're 389 million um so they're they're 40 million gp over us um right and that that weight in relics really does just take a toll in banners it's, it does uh, it does you, you can you can if you shoot like if you want to bend together with all the other krakens you can you can win a lot of matches i guess right uh, so i think the be- the better question is the follow-up where why not mod in grand arena the way you do in territory wars and the answer to that is you only need eight ground teams modded in territory war like that that is all you need um you know you can afford to mix and match teams i don't want to give away defense strategies if either our opponents are us but it's not it's not always just like oh gas versus darth revan it's you know this galactic legend with this team set up that you wouldn't expect in territory war and you you make the other team kind of figure out how to beat it and you know you're going to place this team on defense, so you have your guild change their mods to make the team more annoying. Um, and you can't do that in Territory War because, or in uh, Grand Arena, because in Territory War, for those of you that don't know, there there's 
mostly a rotation at the top. Sometimes a guild will break the rotation, but you basically know who you're going to face most of the time. So you can prepare for them before the, the war even starts. And you can make at, at the top to, GP levels at the top, at the top. Yeah. Um, and so this doesn't even work necessarily outside the top 10 um, for GP, but you can prepare for your, the guild. You can mod to go against their roster. Like there's so many things you can do in territory wars. When you get to grand arena, you click join without knowing who you're going to face. And here's the thing, like, let's say, I, I know the big thing right now is everybody is slowing down their Darth Revan's to make it so that Vader can't counter their Darth Revan, right? That's, that's all the rage. Uh, and it makes a little bit of sense because the Vader counter is so it's good. It's just so easy button, yeah. Right. But at the same time, <laughs> if you mod certain characters to avoid a specific counter and you're like, all right, I'm going to go up against guys from Caw Patrol. I'm going to go up against guys from Maw or Wolfpack they're going to use these fancy counters and then you get a guy from some other guild. Like I'm going to, you know, I'll use our alt guild, like howling Ewoks or Ewok and dead or 75 are us who were fighting. They're not necessarily going to use the fancy counters that you're using up at the top. And if you show up into a match with them, with a Darth Revan that's 280 something and a Malak that's 293 and a Bastila that's 295, they're going to look at it and be like, this is the easiest mirror match ever. And they're just going to use their Darth Revan and roll right over you with their 315 Darth Revan. Like, so you can't, you can't mod to avoid certain things like you do in territory wars, because you, you don't know who you're going to face where in territory wars, you essentially know who you're going to face and even if you don't know who you're going to face it's still going to be one of the top 10 gp guilds and they all know all the fancy techs because they've been fighting each other for quite some time right uh you know there's also there's so so like there's there's the you know the guild interplay and stuff there's also the idea that um like the banners are different too it, oh, between, absolutely. between Grand Arena and uh, Territory Wars. Like you, you want, you, you know, in Territory Wars, all you have to do is win. You can have everyone, right. like the, ideally you just have everyone alive and win and that's good. And, and even if you have all your health and protection missing, so you still dropped, like you're still at, you know, 50 banners or whatever it is. Right. Uh, like you in, in Grand Arena, you'd be at 50 banners. That wouldn't be good. In territory wars, you get the highest score possible. So it's just kind of like this thing where you uh, <laughs> some th some counters just aren't as plausible or is feasible yeah. in Grand Arena. You're like, man, I I could I could have picked up five extra banners there. Like that that was an egregious, like that was almost a fail. In in fact, right. like I I got the win, but I only we only have seven fights, and that that fight was horrifyingly inefficient. Like that's that's why I don't like to use Night Sisters as much anymore. Is like they can be reliable against some teams, but they're also very reliable at getting fifty five banners tops. 
Yeah. And or, in territory wars, they, they don't hardly get much use at all because like Solo said, there's only there's only eight teams basically that you need, or you know, maybe a, a couple more here or there. Yeah. But but like Nice Sisters they totally left by the wayside in territory wars. Yeah. What were you gonna I, say? The, well, the perfect example of what you're saying is uh, Gas versus Darth Revan in Grand Arena, Gas for, or in Territory War, Gas versus Darth Revan. Sometimes it can finish at 19. Usually I end up finishing at 18, but you only drop one or two banners. In Grand Arena, when you use Gas against Darth Revan, it's like a 50 or 51 because like Rex had shock on him when five sacrifice. So he has some protection, but not full protection. He's got zero health. He's sitting there in the red and you're just like, oh God, just survive, just survive, just survive. And you finish with like a 50 or 51. You're like, oh God, I won. Um, and then you lost nine or 10 banners. In Territory Wars, you only lose two. And it's like, oh, that doesn't feel as bad. I still got an 18. All right, all right, I'll take that. Right. I mean, those, those ninja banners do add up in Territory Wars too. Uh, you know, like the they top do. guilds do count them for sure. But that being said, yeah, it's it's, it's a just different a, a totally different. The implications are totally different. So, right. yeah. Uh, uh, I, that being said, I hate remodding for Territory Wars. I yes. just do. Well, Even I, with yes. hot utils, I hate it. <laughs> agreed. I completely agreed. Uh, all right, so the next three questions, we're going to combine them all into one because they are all asking something different, but they are the exact same question. Um, so one, how long do you think it will take for the people who love Conquest to get sick of the same six boss teams every month? Two, how long before we can use sim tickets in Conquest? <laughs> Three, how is it that we had two full exhibition seasons in Conquest and currently are in a two-week break period and somehow we're going to get the exact same thing for a third time in a row? So, Sarah, how long until people get sick of Conquest? <laughs> uh, right now, I'm sick yes. of Conquest. Uh, but, so, yeah. uh, so the people who, people who love Conquest, they'll take a while. They will right. take a while, especially because we're getting... We're getting I, it was just the funniest thing actually in our, in our discord server i thought at least like so so someone posts someone who loves uh who loves conquest posted a picture of the uh like the you know the 15 day cool down till yeah. we actually get to play it again uh and posted like a frowny face with it <laughs> and and i i just post i forget exactly what i posted but i was like it was it was to the effect of just like hell yeah like that's awesome you know? yeah i'm excited and like a ton of people upvoted that and then other people commented otherwise like i you know i just i'm glad we get a break once it starts again i'll probably have a little bit of fun with it initially and then it'll go downhill again <laughs> yeah but, i uh i'm not i well, we talked about it already. I hate all the grindy aspects of it. Like, I don't, I don't want to grind. Um, if they just got rid of those stupid feats, like if they, I enjoyed a normal uh, and even hard at the beginning, where it was like, oh man, I just have to use my team. I have to pick the right team to go up against this other team because 
of the modifiers. As long as I pick the right team, I can win this battle. Like I, I actually did enjoy that part. It was, it wasn't until I got to the end, it did the boss battle, and I was like, I need to do this boss battle three times because you can't do all three feats in one battle. Like, oh, and then I have to do evade eighteen million times. Like. Well, that's going to be at least 18 uh, fights. Like that, That's the second I, I say I don't want to get the red box right now. And that's why my alt did not get the red box this last time. I just can't believe that they're going to make us redo the, like, do the mark thing. Like, work the way it's actually worded. Because yeah. the way it's worded is the dumbest thing ever. And yes. they were like, no, 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 we actually condone this. This is actually what we intended. Like, the uh we we've gone over this already tonight we should <laughs> right. i should stop yeah. but it just we can stop ranting uh-huh. <laughs> yeah I, I i do think there's gonna always be a subset of people who really love conquest and who they'll always say th- like it's the same as 3v3 when you and i were the most vocal about you know how we felt about 3v3 like you know we're like oh this is so dumb right now you know like the the game isn't designed around it blah 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 you know all, all the talking points and uh there's there's always a subset of people who disagree and they're like no i love 3v3 3v3 is the best and i i frankly i do think that 3v3 is fine right now at least i'm good with it because i'm winning a lot but um (laughs) you know and and victory victory is yeah it's just it's a great healer or something that's what i heard but um beyond that though I guess I just, um, you know, some people will be diehard Conquest fans, and then I think the community at large will get sick of it, and CG will not give us a sim button for at least two years. I guarantee it. Yes, agreed. Agreed. Um, All right, next question. Because we still don't have a sim. We still don't have a sim button for the Sith raid, even though no one wants to run it anymore at all. (laughs) Or the assault battles. Or assault battles, true. Yeah. Uh, all right. Can you discuss the best defensive comps for each capital ship? We're going to narrow this down. I don't care about Mace. There's no good defensive comp for Mace. Uh, for example, setting your GK <laughs> no. fleet up so Plo comes out first or and the merits of starting Rex, Ahsoka, etc. Um so yeah, Zareth, do you want to start with this one? We were I was <laughs> I was literally complaining before we went on stream about defensive fleet comps, but uh yeah. <laughs> so okay, so here here's the thing, first thing I'm gonna say, because this it, it's so ridiculous. So okay, so people say like okay, you can you can always set up Plo to consistently come in as first reinforcement. And yet it never, ever, 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 (laughs) ever is consistent unless you only have Plo as the one reinforcement. Yes, correct. So so people say that it's a formula and it's that's false. Like you can't just always get Plo in first. It's a formula that depends on your opponent as well, because no matter who you put, Plo is in the fourth tier of ships. Um, And so Plo will not come out unless... There's no ships from the first three tiers, which are next to impossible, or 
The other tri triggering thing is somebody from the um, closed team is in the red or excessively debuffed. And when I say excessively debuffed, I mean like has eight debuffs, not not as just dazed. Um, so you can set it up to have a better chance of Plo coming out. There is sure. no mathematical formula that makes him come out other than just placing Plo as a reinforcement. It just, there's nothing there uh, that you can do, no matter what people says say. Right, right. So, but people, I, I always get, it's so annoying people, people talk this trash and it, you know, it is just, they probably even know on some level that they, they know that it's trash, but you know, they say things like, oh yeah, like just, uh, just use, just use, uh, you know, uh, just use the comp that always gets plow out. Like why, why don't you do that Zareth? Why don't you <laughs> want to win? Right. Like, like you say you want to prevail and yet you persist with these fleet comps that don't right. have plow come in first. And I'm like, I just want to cancel them now. <laughs> but uh, it, it is just, uh, so, all right. That being said, I think the best currently, all right. So it, right now, like maybe the most efficient fleet comp uh, out there is uh, for negotiator on defense is going to be like, um, you're going to have Anakin. Anakin's in every starting lineup for Negotiator. And then BTL, Bacon, Tomato, Lettuce, I think someone called it recently. I thought <laughs> that was funny. Um, and then uh, Snips. The, that's the best starting three-ish. I actually honestly think that maybe having a really high relic Bosk with Houndstooth is better than BTL there. It, oh, like, absolutely! Straight up, straight up stronger. I think that that that's the comp that would scare me the most. There's no doubt that Houndstooth in there instead of Y Wing makes it ten times harder. Just most people keep Houndstooth for offense. Well, Houndstooth is such a good plug and play thing. Right. Like I, I don't keep it. I don't put that comp on defense. Like I always have Houndstooth available because Houndstooth is necessary to use. Like Radis, for instance, like. If you want a radis the counters malevolence you need houndstooth that's right that's a necessity yeah so uh, i think and then and then just pick i mean it's just just the three you know the three good other galactic republic starfighters just like exclude clone sergeant and Rats. um and who well uh it depends so if you're not starting rex you don't want to use rex at all yeah, Rex. Rex is okay on defense, but well, Rex it, will come out before Plo every single time. Hmm. That that's why you don't want to use Rex. Um. <laughs> yeah, but Taurus says, "Can we get a Twitch emoji for why don't you want to win?" <laughs> <laughs> that would be great. People could heckle us while we're playing. <laughs> oh, it get used way too often. Um. It would, <laughs> but yeah. So that's the problem with Rex is you said it, and then all you did is Rex gets called in. And what realistically, when Rex gets called in as a reinforcement, he doesn't hit hard, and he's going to restore protection to ETA, and ETA has no base protection. Like he's 
not going to do anything for you. Um, so I, I, I would never set Rex on, I never set Rex on defense because he's just not, he's not good as a reinforcement. Like he, he doesn't do anything. Yeah. So, um, okay. What's the best malevolence? Uh, not spy in the starting lineup, probably soldier in the starting lineup. I, I honestly think having, uh, having vulture as the second or as uh, I faced, I faced a comp, the, the, the lineup that I lost to the other night, uh, last night, I guess was, yeah. was with, uh, spy as the starter, uh, vulture as the only reinforcement and my radis just couldn't handle it. it. wasn't quite flexible enough for it. Right. But so the reason I don't think that that's a very good defensive fleet is because like a gear eight Sith assassin, if you just keep your empire and Sith fleets, like that hounds, that hyena or the good Lord, uh, that malevolence fleet dies like ridiculously easy. Um because Sith Assassin, like everybody ignores Sith Assassin's ship because they're like, yeah, it doesn't do any damage. It doesn't do anything. And Sith Assassin's ship, hold on, it's, uh, I have to pull it up because I don't remember the exact stat, like the numbers, and I want to be accurate. Um, so, uh, no, no, no. Oh, when an enemy falls below 100% health, all Sith allies gain 25% turn meter. And Sith... Um, so, you have your Vader hit the other team, and then you have TIE Bomber come in as the first reinforcement. They all drop below health, and then your entire fleet gets 100% turn meter. Um, so, like, I, I get... And this is the ex literally the exact fleet I was saying to you beforehand of it, it, the fleet gets beat so easy every time. Like, why do people keep setting it? And <laughs> people keep setting it. We just need to keep, you just need to keep empire. And if you know your opponent sets it. Yeah. I and found very little consistency in my, in my opponent's uh, fleet placements, actually. That's, it's, that's this one thing I, I found with scouting. People just keep changing up for whatever reason. Um, anyway, uh, <laughs> Empire Fleet. Uh, I, I mean, I guess the best is Executrix, Vader, Ty, and uh, Ty Bomber. I say I guess because... I've run into Garin, like on offense, I use Garin in the starting lineup instead of Vader. And I've run into that lineup on defense before. One time I blew it out of the water. Second time I used the same exact team and I struggled on it. So I, I don't really, I don't know what the best empire defense is, but I've before today gotten good results placing Vader, Ty and Ty Bomber on defense. I like having Gauntlet there instead of Ty actually on defense because it's uh, 
Because it's an anti-malevolence build. Yeah. Like malevolence, it, malevolence will beat the type the TIE Fighter version pretty easy unless they get really bad RNG shooting TIE Fighter itself. Um, Gauntlet, though, cleanses at the inopportune times. It, it turns into a fiasco. Yeah. I, um, I've just run into TIE Fighter pilot one time too many where it's evaded like four times in a row. And there was literally on my alt one time where the ca- the enemy cap ship got three turns while my cap ship only got one just because I could not hit the stupid TIE pilot. And it bugs the hell out of me because my TIE pilot never dodges. Never. Uh, and I've been saying this for five years now. Um, but it's just a bastard just never dodges. Yeah, I mean that's 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 not a fun experience for sure. Um, yeah. I, I mean, mine. I feel like mine doesn't ever dodge either. But yeah. maybe the things we're taking it against that maybe they all they're all wearing uh, they're all allowed to have accuracy arrows yeah. or something. Apparently, yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, that's uh, what Prime Force just said. Actually, he did. He did. <laughs> I, I legit didn't even see it. So yeah. that's funny. We're on and the same wavelength. Boma Fett said, do we need ship mods in the game? And I've been saying we need ship mods in the game since fleets were added to the game. Like, it's so stupid that you can't adjust the turn meter uh, or the turn order of your fleet. Like, that that's the fun of theory crafting, and it, you just can't do it in fleet. It's like, nope, your ship will be 189 speed the other ship in this fleet will be 189 speed and your opponent is going to have a ship that's 189 speed and your opponent's going to have another ship that's 189 speed. Get ready for the coin flips, everybody. Good luck. Um, right. And that's that's probably a huge reason why people don't like ships, actually. that That is the number one reason why I don't like ships. It's the only reason, actually, I don't like ships. I loved ships in Ships 1.0. Ships 2.0, where... They make Negotiator and ETA be the same exact speed and everything comes down to a coin flip is like, is just infuriating because uh, you can't plan for a coin flip. Like, can you recover if both of the other ships go first? Yes. But right. if their ETA goes first, drops buff immunity on your Houndstooth, then their Negotiator goes and does the AOE and kills your Ahsoka and then um, they gain turn meter so they're ahead of you now for the rest of the battle like let me adjust the turn order damn it let me try and outpace my opponents Um, and just getting to R8 doesn't work because everybody in the world is getting their general Kenobi to R8 and it doesn't matter yeah um uh, well, and I'll I'll build on that a little bit. Uh, Rebel Y-wing would be so much better if it could reliably land its debuff, but it's like a 50-50 shot. Like yeah. does, yep. it doesn't always land, and then when it doesn't, it's like okay, so the Rebel Y-wing is a tank now, <laughs> and it assists sometimes. Right. Like that's that's what you get from it after that. Like it it tried to make its impact and a ship that only does things 50% of the time. And then like, you're not going to get that again in the fight. Probably right. like you're probably going to die or, or like you're already won or whatever. So like, 
Okay, let me put some potency on the damn thing. <laughs> right. Right. That's damn. all I want. I, I don't care how hard it hits. I don't even necessarily care how fast the Y-Wing is. I just want it to, when it comes from reinforcements, be able to get, have an 85% chance of landing that stupid thing. I just yes. load it up with potency and set it on its way. <laughs> Am I asking too much here? Damn it. Um, yes. All right. Let's get to the final podcast question. Um, with the yep. announcement and release of Bad Batch, two questions for y'all. Do you think we're getting a fifth Bad Batch member uh, since only four have been mentioned so far? And if yes, do you think it's a new Echo? With the arrival of Bad Batch <laughs> and possibly new GLs being announced around May 4th, do you think we get the missing piece for the Mandos or are they forever stuck as Karth and Kira 2.0? Um, well, one thing I'll say there is Karth did bring on Malik and Darth Revan, so... So, I would gladly have them be Karth, because <laughs> like, they got you something extremely useful. Um, but do we think that they're Kira 2.0? Uh, here's, here's the thing about the fifth Bad Batch member. I don't think any of our speculation will make any sense until the show actually airs. Like, at the end of right. the day... I don't know who they're going to team up with without having seen an episode yet. Like we haven't even seen a single episode. It's so hard to speculate on the fifth Bad Batch member. (laughs) Yeah, but to our nice bold take, yes. Here's the problem. (laughs) I don't want a new Echo. I don't want a new Echo. That's, (laughs) how's that? Is that better for a new take? Um, But I just, yeah. If we're going to get a third Mandalorian, I don't want a second Echo. Like, let's let's do something different. Um, I'm I'm good with another Echo. I don't know. At the end of the day, I like I don't I don't really care about what the what characters they are. Frankly, like, who cares yeah. about Wat Tambor? I truly give zero f's about Wat Tambor in the lore. Like. Who cares? He's just like some some highly placed aristocrat leader guy. I care not at all. And yet he is a wonderful and really fun, flexible character. So if they give us uh, an Echo that is like that, I'm good. Give me Echo too. Give me, give me whoever. I, you know, for me, it's just, you know, just a way to, you know, a way to get new cool characters. I don't know. That's yeah. that's just me. We and I, he's he is significantly different from uh, from the echo we have course, in game. Of course he would be. Um, it, it's just I know he would be different kit wise. I know he would act different, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And I, God only knows what he's going to be like in the actual show. Nobody knows other than the trailer. Um, I just, at some point, <laughs> it gets annoying, like saying, uh, you know, giving out instructions on how to kill a team and be like, did you did you kill Chewie first on a Rebel team? Oh, no, I thought you said Chupio first. That's like, oh, all right, they're both Wookiees. They look basically the, the same because they're the same character. Like, I, I want a little bit of variation, you know? It's, it's So I agree with you. Um, 
but variation would be nice as well. Yeah. Uh, so here's the thing for me too. I would like some more dark side characters. Oh yeah. Honestly, I like because Mando was very top heavy light side, and now we're getting Bad Batch. And I was actually I was wondering if they were going to be like morally gray. I guess they're going to be a cartoon, so they can't really be. But I was like, <laughs> man, maybe we get our first neutral tags, or I don't know. Right. Pro- probably not that, but you know. Maybe like one of them is dark side. I know one of them is just like wants to kill everything. I remember yep. from the show the one time I watched it. Um, but you know, like maybe maybe there's something going on with that. I I don't know, but I just um, I would like, and who knows? Maybe the bad batch will have some interesting bad guys that they have to face. I, uh, they very well could. I mean, who knows? Uh, but maybe. I guess if they're facing more cl- like they're, they're still facing some separatists it seems like from well I don't know I, I'm just speaking from ignorance so just uh, <laughs> let's, I'll just stop talking right. but um, yeah uh, who knows who knows what we're going to get with them but they're going to have to release the show before we get too many more I think right I, I mean C- uh, CG Disney's not going to let there be a butt ton of spoilers um before the show right all right yeah uh, the show will be hopefully it's good but right we can move on um okay so that brings us sure new tarkin (laughs) new oh god lord (laughs) um now if we got a galactic republic tarkin that would be fun uh so agreed what was I saying? Oh, a dark side on. Galactic Republic Tarkin. Good. <laughs> dark side, along with Punkrell. Um, <laughs> so we uh, that brings us to the final segment of the, the podcast of what we did this week to better our rosters. Um, so, Zareth, what have you done in the past week to better your roster? Um, not much. <laughs> uh, uh, let's see Aura Singh is now she was gear 10 she's gear 12 now I think she'll be 13 before lock though I don't I don't know if that's actually going to be good or not I don't know if I care at all actually <laughs> uh, about her in 3v3 like she at 5v5 though it's pretty interesting and and watching Van Seal's Relic 8 uh, Aura just like one shot characters is extremely intriguing so so yeah um she'll she'll be geared up and other than that nothing at all like you know remods upon remods upon remods but that's that's about it what about you solo uh i spent the entire week getting vader to r8 this week (laughs) so that's what it was that's that's all it was uh all right number eight nice. happened vader is there actually did i oh you have eight i do i have four who did i get oh i got sith uh, i think i talked about this on the last podcast that sith eternal went r8 right before uh, gac lock oh. so yeah it was literally only only vader that's that's all i worked on i farmed bayonets for an entire week um, yeah, that's all I farm, except on the days that it's dark side. Then I 
Then I farm whatever the dark side node is. <laughs> Don't remember what it is. I think they're uh, the things that give you potency and tenacity, the syringe. Yeah, I could not tell you the guild event days anymore. Um, I could tell you when it's dark side day. I've, I've never looked at that, to be honest with you. I kind of accidentally stumble, stumble onto the guild leaderboard and end up where I end up. <laughs> Pay attention on Tuesdays, because that's when we get an actual substanti substantial amount of guild currency. Um, but that's just yeah, total like the, energy, right? Yeah, total energy. Yeah, I'm just doing my normal refreshes, and I kind of end up there. Yeah, you get more if you if you're on the leader like the top of the board, but it's, yeah. it's I don't know. I don't know why I pay attention to it, but I do. So, <laughs> so uh, I think that might be it then. Solo. Yeah, yeah, uh, probably. So, thank you guys. Thank you everyone for joining us. Um, thank you, Ross, as always. Um, <laughs> For coming in and not yes. saying a single thing, just donating and leaving. <laughs> it's so crazy. Right. Oh, crap. You know what we didn't do? Huh. We didn't talk about our alts. <laughs> oh, I thought I thought you were uh, intentionally skipping them. So no, I just, I just uh, stayed quiet. I was on. And no, I just fast forward on the uh, outline. Anyway, let's do it quickly because it's getting sure. Yeah, let's late. do it quickly. Um, we got people's hopes up that they were going to be let loose here. We did uh yeah that's far i wonder what he's doing um so uh Zareth, how'd your alt do this week your Zareth alt your main um, whatever you want to call it gosh so last week i, I had two auto or you know yeah just auto place whatever auto deploys uh which is boring and annoying uh and then i faced a guy who was just not good and destroyed him and then uh this week my first match was an auto deploy so yay uh, <laughs> my next match uh was against a guy who placed a decent defense and i just destroyed him really hard because uh, it was like he put half good teams down and then the rest were garbage and then you like a, that's that's the easiest to dismantle because i always have some teams that can beat good teams right um, it's when it's pervasive when you just can't get away for like you how you have you're constantly countering good teams that's when it's tough and that's that was the tough one for me this this week i was facing a fellow content creator and he uh he he wanted to have a good showing against me and so he was actually on my uh channel with me just hanging out he did his attacks he placed like every good team he had basically on defense <laughs> Kept a couple small things on offense. Uh, barely managed to clear one zone against me. And then I cleared two of his zones and uh, he took me out of contention for top 10 or top anything. So um, I, I won uh, by a significant margin, but um, you know, undefeated streak is still good. I, I wasn't doing that great this season banners wise anyways. I wasn't gonna make top 10 if I'm just being real honest with myself. So. I'm happy enough with that. And, and you know, the most amazing thing, the thing I just keep marveling at is I don't have to do fleet or arena feats this season. <laughs> and oh, it makes excellent. me so happy. Yeah. Uh, it, legitimately, that's the thing that I, I am like over the top happy with. So 
because uh, I hate it. Yeah. I hate having to grind those with my alts because I'm just in like the 500s and all those fights mean nothing. It's just yeah. wasted time. So, um, three and zero, six and zero this season. Uh, I'm on the twenty something win streak on that account again too now. So we're doing okay. How about you, Solo? How's your alt? How did it uh, do this season or this I, this whole season? Yeah, yeah, I disappointingly went two and one this week to bring me to five and one. Uh, round one, the the my round ones were very similar. Where the toughest team that my guy placed on defense, which is General Grievous, and so I scored a twenty six eighty, and meanwhile. He could only clear one zone and could not beat my Galactic Legend. Um, so there's that. <laughs> that was on defense. Um, Big oof. Yeah. Uh, round two. Um, oh, wait a minute. Is this? So round two is the one that I lost. Um, weird. I think so. So, uh, did I not send the message? I, hold on. My uh, phone is cranky. Oh, apparently, I never sent the message and never showed up. So, uh, round two, my opponent actually had more lifetime banners than me. Only like 10K, but that still means uh, he's at 690K. And he normally places two Galactic Legends on defense. And so... I had to uh, keep a stronger offense to beat the defense he normally placed, but then he reacted to my defense. And so he only placed one Galactic Legend on defense. So we both had weaker defenses and it came into an efficiency battle. And then I lost by five because he put negotiator on defense and I got a 51 against it. I beat it, I, but I got a 51 against his negotiator. Oh, that's right, because you used the triple taunt. Or the because triple I tank. used the stupid triple tank rather than using uh, what I normally use. I'm so pissed about that. Weevil, if you're out there, blame you. I, I, I actually already blamed it, him and yelled at him and then deleted a bunch of his messages. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Had it coming. <laughs> he did. Uh, and then, so... My opponent in round three, he even he changed up his defenses. Now I have Sith Eternal um, on that account. And so he placed Jedi Knight Luke, Jedi Master Luke, and Watt on defense. And he placed it in the top zone too, not even the bottom zone. And I was like, you, you just wasted your Jedi Knight Luke and your Watt. And, and your Jedi Master Luke's, I soloed it with Sith Eternal for 55 banners, and then I crushed him scoring 26-70, and he couldn't full clear me. <laughs> what are you doing? Don't put that... If you are if you just let your defenses ride, like, cool, whatever. I, I understand why you put that team on defense, because it's a good team. But when you specifically change your defenses for the p- opponent you're facing, and they keep Sith Eternal for offense, don't put your Jedi team down, especially not in the top where he could see it from the beginning. Like, that was just... <laughs> <laughs> you that back zone, dude. Yeah. yeah. Like, at least put it in the back zone and then put Ray in front so I get tempted to uh, use Sith Eternal on Ray. Like, good Lord. Um, so, 
that that one i won that one fairly easy uh that brings us to prevail man how did did you prevail yes let's move on no. <laughs> i i went three and oh i placed man it's been fun i've just placed garbage defenses and everyone everyone just uh fails against me anyways and i don't know it's been fun I, I haven't been practicing what I preach of like place a strong defense, but right. Um, there's something to be said about just it, it, on an account you care less and less about the less effort you have to put into winning the better. So uh, for <laughs> me, I'm just, I'm good with just, I think my strongest team is like gear nine and 10 Ewoks. Fair. Fair. You know, or, or like my Phoenix, I think, got a hold with my gear 11 Sabine with her Zeta in 3v3. Yeah. It's not that great, but that's what it is. Um, I even faced someone in Division 7 who had a Bando. It unlocked a gear 9 Bando. I uh, had him with Queel and IG-11, and I just destroyed that team with Han <laughs> and Chewie. It's funny. Yeah. So it's been a good time for, for Prevail, man. 6-0. and this season, uh, ten and zero or ten and two last season, so not doing too bad. Not too bad, indeed. Uh, so why don't we end this with you not doing too bad? Uh, all right, guys, let's <laughs> let's give out let's pimp our stuff, as we say. Uh, both Zareth and I are on YouTube. You can find Zareth at X A E R E T H. It's just his name. Um, you can find me at just my name, SoloBase15, S-O-L-O-B-A-S-S-1-5. Uh, we are both on Twitch. We stream on our personal accounts on Sunday and Wednesday. Um, I am just SoloBase15 again. Zareth is Zareth underscore prevails. So that's X-A-E-R-E-T-H underscore P-R-E-V-A-I-L-S. Um, we do our Grand Arena attacks and then Zareth does all sorts of fun things in the off week while I take naps uh, I, didn't, I don't mean during his show I mean I just don't stream and I take a nap instead of streaming I do watch Pretty his rude. stuff um, the counter we have a counter sheet which is very useful and now we're adding more members to uh, add on to the counter sheet it is it shows you the full team that we faced. It shows you the full team that we used to beat it. And then most importantly, there's a video link so you can actually watch the counter happen. Um, because it, knowing that a counter works doesn't mean you know how the counter works. And sometimes the how is the most important part. It's not just Hulk smash. Uh, so the video shows you how to do the counter. Finally, we have a Discord server. All of this information, by the way, is down below in the description, whether you're on the podcast, you're on Twitch, or you're on YouTube, you can find all of this information on all the links. The Discord server is filled with people that are interested in Grand Arena. Um, there's always somebody there to answer your questions if you have questions. Uh, so join the Discord server and have some fun. With that said, let's... Um, Let's let's say goodbye, Sarah. <laughs> goodbye, everyone. Don't be dicks. I was really hoping you were going to say goodbye, Sarah. Damn it. Um, all right. <laughs> so I'm not that smart. 
<laughs> you give me too much credit solo <laughs> all right guys uh her dear friend dr zeppers is going actually let me make sure that nobody else is going we rate zeppers a lot and i like zeppers and he's worth rating uh but it's good to spread the love sometimes yeah we could we could raid chip nasty okay not a bad we, guy. Will, we will raid mr chip nasty then um i just have to see how to spell his name to raid mr underscore chip nasty oh you can you can look at yourself never mind yeah all right guys thanks for joining us uh mr underscore chip nasty all right let's do the um do the things guys thank you for joining us thank you everybody that was here uh, thank you for everyone that is listening on the podcast rather than watching us live because, hey, this is a podcast. Um, so thank you. Good night to everyone that is present. I hope you had a good time. And with that said, uh, remember that evil sucks. And once again, guys, don't be dicks.